I'm Renee Ritchie, and I'm a tech analyst. I'm Georgia Dow, and I'm a psychotherapist. And welcome to Apple Talk, where, what do we do here again, Georgia? It's where technology meets psychology, uh, yeah. and they intersect, and then we deal with it, they and explode. we deconstruct, and we construct. Yes, and we talk about how Apple, and Amazon, and Facebook, and Google, and Microsoft affect our lives and our culture. And I'm not yeah. going to complain about Microsoft maybe buying Discord this week. That's not going to be this week, Georgia. Oh, you know. Why we can't have nice ruined. things. It's They're going to rewrite ruined. it in .NET. It'll be fine. Oh. It won't be any worse than Skype. Skype. <laughs> Skype. All right. So, um, Georgia, you decided to make a video um, not even entirely about the Batman, but somehow every Batman fan in the world is angry at you. Yeah, okay, so I, <laughs> so I do these nice psychology videos yes. of how to live better, and then I do some reaction videos on the psychology in movies. Your WandaVision um, video is doing incredibly well. Yes, for my little tiny channel, it's it's that video. Well, everyone, the... and, and actually, everyone, it is almost universally liked. Like, yes. I have 98% of people liked the video, 2% sent a dislike. And I think that they're Batman fans because it only happened <laughs> well, after but, I well, did. But Wonder, WandaVision was about her sta Wanda's stages of grief, right? Yes. So what was the new one about? So the next one was about team building. Like okay. how, they, how to find someone, pursue them, and have them come onto your team. And, and how well they tell, did. what video did you choose to do this on? So I did this on the Snyder Cut because, ah! you know, Renee. It's got the world's most peaceful time. fan base. Like there's nothing toxic about it at all. No. And um, so I went after, but I, I never, I didn't expect that I would get so much vitriol because I'm not going after anyone specifically. I'm not going after the movie specifically, <laughs> but perhaps I might have gone after Batman a little bit at how he was written in this movie at being really inept at team building, which, you know, he runs a multi-billion dollar companies. He deals with Wayne people Tech. all the time. The you would League. think that he would have <laughs> a certain amount of skills in, you know, again, yeah, I get it, you know, cave, Batman, grumpy. No, no, I'm sorry. It. Some people said that as a, a justification. No, a, a couple things. Yeah. Zack Snyder makes movies with the names of the DC characters. Yes. But when he and Goya write these people, they have nothing to do with the DC characters. Like their Superman is not Super. I feel like Nando v movies right yes, now. Yes, yes, go do their it. Their Superman is not Superman. Their Batman is not Batman. Their Flash is not the Flash. Wonder, Wonder Woman is okay, but I think that's she's, mostly she's because the of. Uh, I'm blank on the name of the woman who directed that movie, yes. but I think mostly because of her. Um, <laughs> and Cyborg was dope, but I mean, none of them are. Accurate. The, yeah, like Batman from the animated Batman just pones a justice. He even did Batman Doom where he, he, his plan to kill the entire Justice League was used against him. Right. So I, so I went after him. I went after him that it was, you know, like spoilers, but like, you know, maybe you shouldn't like, you know, break into someone's house if you want to recruit them. Maybe you shouldn't attack them. Maybe like, maybe you shouldn't insult them. Maybe you shouldn't, you know, act like, you know, flash around your mind. So I just went around with the stuff that would be true. I would tell someone if they came to me and said, I want to recruit someone, I'd be like, don't do these things. Maybe don't do that, yeah. right? Um, which I thought that <clears throat> it was like pretty just plain. Like yes. I'm like, I'm not going after Batman. I actually love Batman. He is one of my favorite superheroes. Because he always I love wins. Batman, Batman I just, always wins. I like that he's this movie, smart and figuring it out. Um, I like that he's brooding. I like that he's dark. So I love Batman. But, oh my God, I have 40%, 47% dislike for this wow. video. 
angry, angry Batman people. It, I don't even know if they're Snyder people. Like some people were saying Snyder's fanboys. I don't think so. I think they're Batman people. People that love Batman, and I did. No, I but if you love Batman, Batman. And I gave him a one on five. He deserved a damn one on five. He doesn't deserve <laughs> a two on five. Like really, I should have given him a zero on five because almost everything he did wrong, except for one, he did some self-disclosure, which I thought was really good. Um, but it was kind of interesting. And I, I enjoyed it. Like you don't have to go out. Like I have like some sweet no, people. No, but here's kind the of, thing. Like, yeah. He is the world's greatest detective. Supposed but in the movies, they keep treating him like an utter moron. Yes. Like in Rise uh, Careful, Rise of the Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises, he's like completely fooled. Like I thought at the end, oh, they're building this up. Yes, and they'll finally go, oh, yo, I'm the that world's greatest detective. This I used this to get to you. And we'd be like, oh, damn. But he's like, what? What's happening? Like he had no idea. He was as stupid he as was, I am. He was the world's most. No, we knew. We were like, oh, like look at like the tattoos showing. Why would they even yeah. show the tattoos? And in this one, it's like, yeah. again, it's like he's should have known everything about them. Every motivator pressed every button. Like he's flipping Batman. Yes. Yeah. Supposed to be pretty smart. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I went after him, and so that was just a really interesting. You got Batman canceled. It was. I, again, I find it. I find it really entertaining to see yeah. the amount of vitriol and anger. Well, I love so the that's movie. The internet. But you also pointed out how Wonder Woman did a really good job I, in recruiting team. Yeah, building. no, I didn't have any happy Wonder. Maybe those were the happy people. The other, the other fifty-three percent were the Wonder Woman people that were like, "Yay for that." But I, it was interesting because I, I never get videos that are controversial. Yeah. And I did not think that this was controversial even a little bit. Um, but you go after Batman, you better be ready to fight. You did, yeah. But again, I'm just gonna point out that they should let they should let the team that makes Batman the animated take over because that was the oh, best Batman so ever. So good. That was. He was so good. He yeah. would have had the plan. He already had the plan, right? And it's plan also number like 165. If Superman goes, you like. Love it. Yeah, I mean, like, even, like even if if Zack Snyder is infatuated with the Dark Knight and can't get out of the 80s with his hot take on Batman, it, that Batman was smart. That Batman beat Superman. Yeah. With a plan. Not not because you just like stood there and, and threw fisticuffs. He had a plan, like to the moment. Yeah. So it's just interesting. The internet yeah. is an interesting place because <laughs> you you end up sometimes poking into like, I don't know, a, a Batman fan club that then like just sends everyone kind of at you and you don't expect it. I'm like, you know, oh, I have like whatever, 5% of the people hate this. And then suddenly it is all the... Eep, all the Batman people showed up to battle. Um, so I, I just think that it's kind of, that was kind of entertaining for me to see that because I never, I never really get that. Getting so. Batman canceled. I know. So I had the opposite, ex- well, I don't know if it's the opposite experience, but we did the channel review for me a few years, a few, yeah, he's like, years like years, wow. a few weeks ago on Clubhouse where very kindly a group of people, you know, Dave Wiskus runs them uh, for the company that we're all involved in, the agency that we're all involved in, Standard, and uh, Hayden Hillier-Smith, uh, really good editor, and Marquez Brownlee, MKBHD, really good YouTuber, Luria Petrucci, amazing brand builder, streamer, everything, um, just a lot of people gave me really, really good advice. Mm-hmm. And that's why like a lot of my videos now are just extemporaneous and not using any bullet points, not using any like teleprompters. But I was doing daily videos, like four to six videos a week. Right. And uh, Devin, uh, Legal Eagle, who was one of them, he said, well, why? And Jimmy, Mr. Someone else might have said why, too. <coughs> uh, Wonder not- who. Yeah, you're busy. Said- you're busy pissing off Batman. I couldn't. 
I couldn't hear you over the bat. But also, uh, and Jimmy, uh, Mr. Beast, uh, kind enough to say, like, wouldn't you rather make one video that gets 100 million hits? I don't get 100 million hits. I think he lives in a different universe than the rest of us. I was all excited just to get um, 10,000. I'm like, woohoo. You're, oh, you're like 16,000 now. <laughs> I was all excited. But 17, like, like, wouldn't you rather, like, it's better to do one video that gets 100 million hits than 10 videos that get 10 million hits because it's less work. Right. And I'm like, yes, Jimmy, you can make 100 million. Yeah, I know. I was just... Different universe than the rest of us. Oh. But no, but their logic was like really solid for me. And so I've been doing a few things. Like Hayden's a really good editor. If you don't are familiar with him, he, he edited like for Famous People for a long time, has his own channel. CeeLo does a lot of editing too. And they're like, you have to earn people's consideration every second. Mm. Like there's a million things they could be watching. And so I made the videos deliberately shorter. So yeah. instead of 12 to 16 minutes, they're now like six to eight minutes. And some people are complaining, like, where did your deep dives go? And I'm like, I'm doing them. I'm just cutting out all the nonsense. Right. Like my thing is if I click it's your a video. It's deep, deep dive. Yeah, well, I mean, like when a lot of videos, I feel like you click them and they don't deliver on the promise of your click. Like you'll click, why did somebody do this? And before I can tell you that, I've got to spend six minutes telling you this That's just because I want to make the video longer. And I want to yell like, not today, Satan. And I just like press the press the tab close button. That should be what the close button should say. Oh, I, yeah, that is my thing now. I call it the not, the not today Satan tab. Yeah. Um, because like you're wasting my time just like for no reason. So yes, I'm I trying to be super concise. Other videos. Yes, I'd rather you watch two concise videos than one long like sprawling one but the other thing um that i did was like like i only made two videos last week which previously i would have felt like a colossal failure yes and now i was fine with it because i think like they were like they didn't all i had four or five videos that did really well one after the other and the last one didn't do as well but i also realized that even a not as well video after four or five spectacular videos is still pretty good yeah and I think that whenever you, so change is hard for us, right? Like it's very dangerous. So it's that, that first step of doing something different that can be really frightening after you've done it and then you've experienced what that feeling's like. That's what you have to do. Like I, again, we're change adverse because that used to be dangerous for us. But once you try it, like, the, are you going to die from this? No. Is this going to destroy your channel? No. You test it out. If it doesn't work, then you can go back to it. But I think that we're so set in our ways and we're set in, you know, that, that, we're, we're taught culturally, we've been bathed in, you have to work 40 hours per yeah. week, that you have to check everything, you have to be there and give your life for a company that will never give its life back for you. Yes. And I think that the pandemic, one of the good things is people have done a lot of thinking of, is this the way that I want to live my life? Yeah. And spent that time thinking, some people hopefully in an existent, not in an existential spin, but, or nihilism. I think that a lot of people though are deciding what do I really want to do with my life and how do I want to spend it? So I'm happy that you're just doing two videos, make two good ones instead of, you know, five that are pretty good and also just the stress and the dealing with it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not like I'm trying for the last 12 years, I've worked like 80 hours a week. It's just like I, I hate being bored. You're always you're always working. And now you're always working. So I'm getting on your on your back as well. I know I am now. Yeah. I can't even I, I can't throw that. The stone. shoe is on the other foot, Georgia. Mm. 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 But like you do, like I find it's not that I'm working less now, but it's that I can put time in other things in times that might be more valuable. Like I started doing like some Instagrams. I started the TikTok. Uh, and all these little things. And also I could start doing, like I never planned my videos. I just woke up and tried to figure out what video to make. And now I'm trying to be more proactive and more planning. And I'm looking at the analytics and I'm looking at the comments um, yeah. more often to try to make, uh, like the same thing I try to do in my videos, which is teach people to, to like like or like to, to love or hate something smart. Yeah. I should be working smart to do that. Right. Yeah. Talking about going to Instagram, Renee. What um, about it? I'm, did I make a I'm mistake? On, no. Oh, well, okay. Mm, yeah, I'm on Instagram as well. You did. You started using it again. Yeah. 
So my handshake with the devil. Was it that like was a 10 year gap? Satan. Uh, all about that. Oh my yeah, God. I was away from Instagram for 10 years. Yeah. Dream there was like back. CES photos of you using an iPhone controlled sniper rifle. It's my last memory of your Instagram. Yeah, that's there. That's there. <laughs> Not much else is there. But now I'm doing the videos. And so I put them on Instagram. And then this wonderful article comes out about how Instagram is one of the worst apps for all of your information being given to my favorite person. Personally, it gets sent to Mark Zuckerberg. With like, like his personally. egg McMuffin and, and, yeah. and hash browns in the morning? Yes, exactly. Packaged. So back up for a second. What are you putting on Instagram? Like, are you just, are you Instagramming so, your daily life? I'm, no, I'm doing, I'm doing short. So I have an anxiety series where just like, you know, 30 days to yeah. live a better, less anxiety filled life. And it's like 30 seconds. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So the shorts are going up on reels and TikTok yet? No, I okay. haven't done a TikTok Maybe account. TikTok. I have to do a TikTok account. And we'll see where I your data goes there. Find out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, so I'm sending that out. Okay. But then we found this beautiful art, which yeah. we already knew. Like, I'm not, I'm not shocked. I was already aware about this. But, yeah. So now, t tell me, Renee, about Instagram and... So this article, what it does is it... Right, Apple... I'm going to back up for a second. So at WWDC, Apple introduced those nutrition labels for privacy. Right. And they delayed implementation because a lot of companies were like, we can't get ready in time. Why are you doing right. this? Now I have to get rid of all the stuff destroying. that I've been, yeah, got to You're destroying this. small businesses. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny, like ten, total tangent, but Mark Zuckerberg was on uh, Clubhouse talking about how Facebook will be <clears> fine. And people are like, oh, Mike Zuckerberg changed his tune about Apple's privacy stuff. No, no. He was saying that Facebook would be fine, but Apple's destroying small business. This is like the big lie that has been perpetuated that Apple, that like, and it's true, the big tech companies will be fine because they have a lot of ways of getting the data anyway. Out Like, again, Apple's not going after data. Uh, first party cook, like first party trackers. They're only going after third party. But, you know, anybody on Facebook and Google are fine. So what this is like all these companies are now updating and we're seeing the laundry list of items that they're, the data that they're taking, that they're siphoning off from us, and it is stupefying. I think it's long, those lists are longer than anyone's imagination you just of them. You keep on scrolling. It's like that, that movie where you take the scroll and just rolls out for infinity. It scrolls forever. So, so if someone wants to find out what information an app is getting from them, what yeah, do they do? Let's go, right? let's go to the app store. So you go to the app store on your phone, and let's see, uh, I'm just gonna. Oh, wait, no, this. Are there too many phones, Georgia? There's yes, um, too many phones in front of me. Uh, so I'm just going to search for Instagram. I know this is riveting podcasting, and I could have had this ready earlier. And Oh, there's an ad for TikTok above Instagram. That's great. So I go to Instagram, and then you scroll yeah, down. Yeah, I do have that. Okay. And app privacy. So you, you scroll open, down. Yeah. Keep on scrolling. Keep on scrolling. I think this is too, it's too bright. Developers to, privacy policy. Oh, yours is dark, dark mode. La, 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 oh my God. Yeah. Oh, no, this really, I was, I, I was, holy Jesus. Data used to track you, contact info, identifiers, other data, data linked to your account, third-party advertising, purchases, financial information, location, contact info, user con content, contact search history, info? browsing history, identifiers, usage data, diagnostics, other data. Purchases, financial information, location, contact, contact, user, search history, search history, identifiers, usage, diagnostics, other data. Health and fit. Why does it have my health and fitness? Purchases, <gasps> financial couldn't get info. to our health and fitness. It wants it for analytics. I don't know what that. How do we turn that off? That is terrifying. User, con I, I think it doesn't purchase get it, but it wants history? it. Yeah. It has my purchase Well, because you can purchase things inside Instagram. But if, what if I purchase something not Identifier, in Precise Sensitive location. info. What does sensitive info even mean? Diagnostics. So this is developer data. 
Uh, product info. personalization, location contacts, identifiers, usage, app functionality. I mean, browser history. How do I turn this off? Well, I think there's Search a web browser. History. I don't think you use it, but there's a web browser inside Instagram. When you click on a web link, they put you in their this own is browser. Terrifying. Um, yeah, I mean, it's very repetitive. So it's not like it's it's just very long because they're doing it across <laughs> multiple vectors. Other purchases. What are other? What does other mean when I'm not in the app? Yeah, it'd be nice if they had a little explanation next to each of I these saying what they do. I want to be able to open do. it and see it, and I want to know how do I turn it off. Well, I mean, like, you can not use Instagram, but also you can deny them anything that you don't want them to have. Deny everything. Is there a deny everything button? Deny everything. I mean, um, I think you can do it by category. Let's see. Let's go in here, and we're going to privacy, and we're going to scroll down okay. to... settings. Tracking, mine is already turned Privacy. off. Contacts, Instagram doesn't have my contacts. Calendars. Where is Instagram? I don't even have Instagram. Let's go to tracking. I wonder if you can get in the app settings too. Um, I don't have Instagram in here. Okay. Location, so never, all photos, microphone on, camera on, Siri and search, notifications, background app, refresh. But there's a lot of things that like you're doing inside the app itself that's not governed by anything that's happening in the operating system because they have embedded browsers and they have embedded... Like you can you can buy a lot of things inside Instagram. Are you terrified right now? Yeah, that was really <laughs> horrible for me. That was really horrible. Okay, is everything off? Yeah, but again, it's what you're doing inside Instagram. But you don't. You I don't really do, do anything. anything inside yeah, you upload Instagram. your videos. I, I upload my videos and then you I respond leave. to your comments. There's comments. <laughs> I presume people comment on Instagram things. Nope, I don't. Sorry. <laughs> You've been commenting. I'm, I apologize. I try to stay away from that. I think as some much of I think some of your of your reels were popular. Oh yeah. Yeah. I. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. She hasn't used Instagram in eleven or so years. Or maybe yeah, ten years. I'm. Yeah. Rusty. Hmm. Rusty. Yeah. So how do you feel? That 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 felt like uh, what was the other show about uh, <laughs> the aliens with the probe? Yeah, aliens with the probes. That's a Facebook model, though. Yeah. So I mean, there one side of this is famously, you know, Eric, uh, what was his name? Guy who was uh, CEO of Google and then became their executive chairman. Eric Schmidt was like, there is no more privacy. If you want privacy, change your name after you graduate from high school. Even uh, that, it doesn't matter. That's an extremist point of view. And the other one, I think, is zero data. I just want to know the benefits of what they're giving me. Like, what am I getting in exchange for all this I, data? I want it to be transparent. Yes. I want it to be transparent and I want to have privacy laws in place so that I have the right to be forgotten. And especially for teens. I'm sorry, you can commit a crime and then that will be wiped. Yet, if you make an embarrassing video with a lightsaber, um, it's going to be on the internet forever yeah. and haunt you. Well, the EU has the right to be it. forgotten, but it's, it's, it. it's challenging because it breaks some things as well. Well, yeah. mm. a little bit of the mm. internet can be broken. Other people say that, like, I, I love the idea of disclose and consent, but some people point out that if you disclose everything and require consent for anything, it becomes un unmanageable, almost like the EU's cookie policy now, where you go to every website and this huge pop-up says, do you accept all cookies every time? And it just becomes super annoying. I, again, then make it less annoying. Don't try to find everything, because then I'm going to Don't use cookies. Yeah. Just don't stop doing it. Like, I'm sorry, for us to bend backwards for these companies that have made money off of us, and now we, I'm supposed to feel bad for them? Oh, well, then now Facebook well, they provide can't free make services. their money. I don't care. But maybe some people do. Well, those people can say yes and click through it. If you want, you spend the, the time to be able to do that. But those of us that do not want this should not be forced upon us. Yeah.
But is it a form of privilege that like, you know, this is the only way some people have to access services because everybody has different amounts of data. So everyone has different amounts of money, but almost everybody has large amounts of data. Then they can click through it and say yes. Yeah. Then, I, like that doesn't harm them. It's a little bit annoying, but for people's privacy, right? It's weighted. So someone's privacy could, could change their life. Right. I'm just devil's advocating up. everything anybody could ever say, just fair, so that we can go through the points. Yes. I, again, so, you know, but clicking through it, it's annoying. I don't like doing it, but you just click through it once and then you've given them access if you want to. Because Mark Zuckerberg's whole thing is that, oh, Apple, Apple has like, like the privilege of doing privacy. People can afford their really expensive phones, but most of the world can't. Again, he, he's not, it's not stopping it. It's just let, making us aware. And if there is a problem with making people aware, then there's a problem with your model. Yeah, I believe that too. If it has too. to be secretive, there's something wrong happening. I, I believe that too. Like the fact that they're upset about this amount of disclosure, and also like, um, I can see an argument being made that people won't understand, but then explain it to us. Like that was that whole famous Steve Jobs thing where he's like, explain it in plain language, and then ask us, and ask us again, and ask us until we uh, until we're sick of it and we demand that you stop asking us. I, and I don't like the patronizing people won't understand or they might be scared. Then there's a problem. But, but I mean, explain your use. Like, we want to have access to your photos. Why? So you can use this photo filter. Like, don't just say we want to act. Like, if someone says we want access but to then, your photos, that can but, be scary. But, but is, say is the why. But the thing is that they're not doing it for a good reason. The reason that they're not sharing is and why they're so upset about having to, to disclose is because there is no good reason. It's not. They don't need to have. Instagram does not need to have my fitness history. Yeah, although I would suggest that it may be subtly different and maybe even worse. It's not that, you know, it's that they, how do I, what's the way to describe it? It might seem innocuous to us, but maybe they innately think that there's something wrong with what they're doing and they're projecting that into we're going to assume it's wrong. I think they know what they're doing is wrong. I, I don't think, I, I don't think for a moment that Mark Zuckerberg has any thought that what he is doing is for the greater good. Well, so... I think there are some people who believe it's a good bargain, that believe that if, like, like in order to get these free services, they'll give up a little bit of data because they don't place value on that data. That's fair. But why, if he thought that that's the way that most people would think, he would not be yes. so upset at They're Apple worried. asking yes. us to disclose and then choose. Choice is a good thing unless you believe that no one's going to say yes and that's going to ruin the model that you have made all of your money off of. Yeah. I'm trying to be as, like... Neutral? I'm not. No, not neutral. I'm trying to just think of all the counter arguments to this because there are so many. And I'm trying to think if there's any validity to them. Like one of the big design arguments is that you don't want to push every decision off onto the end user. That's inconsiderate because there'd be like so many things to manage and most people don't change defaults. And so you, what you try to do is pick the most considerate thing for the most amount of people when you design it to begin with. Right. And um, so in this case, the most considerate thing would be to have it off, and then we would get to choose if we would like to help Facebook be able to gather all of our private data. Or uninstall, like say, we provide free email. In order to provide free email, we're gonna show you ads based on the content of your email. And then you can, as you're installing it, say that's a fair deal, or that's not a fair deal. Yeah. But that, to me, that's informed consent. Yes. And that's not onerous because you're getting it at setup. It's not like it's asking you every three minutes. Yeah. Or I would, we'll, that would be acceptable to me. We'll allow you to invite people to barbecues that live on different continents and you and spam everybody in your contacts for, like over and over again about the barbecue that are on a different that's continent like than LinkedIn. you. Well, LinkedIn does that. LinkedIn will find you in a... LinkedIn. That's the old joke, right? Like the world explodes and you're on a desert island alone and a little bottle pops up and you open it up and it's a LinkedIn note. It's true. It's true. They'll find you at the end of time and space. Yeah. 
But let us know what you think. Like, is are we overreacting? Is this a fair deal? My worry is that the law is so far behind. Like, they, they just had um, Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg and Sundar Pichai again in front of the U.S. Uh, legislature yesterday. It was yesterday or the day before. Depends when you're watching this podcast. But it was such an inept show of politicians who had no idea how things worked, had incredibly personal political agendas that did, had, had nothing to do with protecting the populace. And there was like a complete conflict in what they even wanted out of this thing. Right. Like they didn't, they didn't stop and think, what is the solution we need? How do we reverse engineer this? It was a bunch of petty nonsense. Yes, they're, um, they're just, you know, going onto their pulpit and, and trying to say that they're fighting for people. But yeah not really making any change that's going to make a difference. And then the EU comes in and says, we're going to do this. And often it's not what I would want them to do. Like it doesn't achieve what they doesn't achieve their goal either. They regulate things in a way that doesn't achieve their goal. Like I don't think the cookie thing really serves anybody. I don't think that browser ballot with Microsoft, it, it didn't slay, it didn't save Opera, didn't save Slepnir, didn't save Fenris. It just destroyed almost every browser engine, but the, but the WebKit forks. Um, so I'm, I'm not hopeful that they'll regulate in an intelligent way either. No. We'll, see. well, we'll find out. But we do have some other news, George. We have some product-based Apple news to get into. Yay. So Apple, uh, the other day, canceled the HomePod. I don't know if the HomePod said something stupid on Twitter or not, but it got totally canceled. Um, probably went after Batman. Probably went after Batman and got canceled. Uh, but now there are rumors from Mark, uh, Mark Gurman that Apple's going to bring back the HomePod, but in like a final pokey evolution form. And that is um, different kinds of, of HomePods, some of which will have a screen and a camera because those have been successful for Google and even Facebook's portal, um, where it's like a little home speaker, but I don't want to say it's for the normals because that sounds horrible, but it's like you put it in your kitchen or you give it to your grandparents and they can make FaceTime calls and see you like really easily having to know how to use a computer. So you just call them or you could look at, you could watch recipes in your kitchen home pod while you're cooking. What do you think? I think that's useful. I just don't, I don't like the idea of having a camera staring at me as I look at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven devices with cameras and staring at me. And microphones as we tape this. Yes. Um, but this was my choice. I carry around my phone. I kind of know that there could be someone. Cre I, some I used to have a little tape on the top of my phone, but right now I don't. Um, but that might come back. <laughs> um, but I don't like the idea of having a, a camera in my kitchen just because it could be hacked. Now, again, Apple's pretty good about privacy and trying yeah. to keep it safe. But it's still a little creepy. I think that it would be quite useful, though, if you could make a phone call, because I think that a lot of people have been with someone that's less technologically savvy and they're not able to figure out how yeah. to use it. I think that the technology anxiety also comes up. And so if it just starts and it plays, I think that would be very beneficial. So I like that. I don't know how I would feel about having it. Some of them follow you as you walk around the room. They follow you and reframe you so that you're always properly talking into the camera. Yeah, mm. I don't. You had a connect though, didn't know. you? Didn't you have a connect? I did have a connect, but it did creep me out a little bit. When I was in my living room, I was staring at it every once in a while as it stared back at me, and I'm like, Hal, open <laughs> the pod bay doors. <laughs> it was Siri, and Siri was like, No, you're just going to start. Searching the, the web for Bombay, yeah, exactly. Bombay Shores. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would like a HomePod that is halfway between the size of the HomePod Mini and the OG Biggie HomePod that also had a dock. So that you could choose to dock your iPad, or if you have an old iPad, you could put you could dock the iPad on it, and that would be the screen, and that would keep the cost of the HomePod by itself lower, lower. but also make it more functional for like buying into the Apple ecosystem, 
and with a U1 chip so that you could put these speakers in your house and they'd know where they were so they could give you like full house or surround sound or like they could follow you through the house and the music would follow you if it knows you're listening so to something. Fo- how is it going to follow you through the house? Like, it's like if you have little... a several HomePods, as you leave the room, it'll detect okay. your phone leaving or your watch leaving. Okay, because I was thinking the music it was actually... Move. Oh, it's like R2? Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Following you around. You think the HomePod leads to R2? No, because R2's Siri, smarter. Siri? Never. Yeah. Well, but R2's never, not very assistive. He's a bit of a jerk. I'm going to get yeah, canceled for saying R2's a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, no. Yeah. It's Siri's, Siri's still not. Okay. Siri's one of those, like, droids that were, like, hammered and dead in little parts and pieces because people got so frustrated. Poor Siri. I know. Um, so, and the other rumor is for a more rugged Apple Watch. I love that idea. Do you love it? I love the idea of having a Apple Watch that is, you know, like, I don't know, like di- like a diver's watch. Like a, well, this is more like, like a could, G-Shock. Yes, you could, you could dive, you could mountain bike, yes. you could mountain climb, you could, like, this Word was the for sites. the sportsmen, yes. yes. And it, it was pretty, like, I would say shatterproof. Waterproof, dustproof. That would be amazing. I would eat up that watch for sure. Because they have a lot. Like G-Shock. Um, 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 um. Sorry. <laughs> G-Shock has a lot of fans. Like they're not that expensive, <laughs> and people love them. They buy tons and tons of them. And it is for exactly that. It's for people doing more extreme activities. Uh, you know, Ray Zahab, friend of the show, Ray Zahab. He runs across the Sahara Desert. He runs across Baffin Island. He runs across the Amazon. And he's done it with an Apple Watch, and he keeps his iPhone like close to body heat so he can keep it warm and take a few seconds of photo before it freezes, uh, which is all nuts. But I'm sure like people like him, extremists, like adventurers, extreme yeah. athletes, uh, excursionists, I don't know what they call themselves, people go on these excursions, they would love having something like that too because it's the same, it'd be the same core, the same package, yeah. but just in a much, in a hardened, secure shell. Yeah, I think that would be, I think that'd be amazing. So Apple should do it? I think Apple should definitely do it. All right. Because it's an it's annoying. I don't like having that my I can't hear really well because I haven't done the little water th- like, just have a, a like yeah, so really. You still have to do the little water thing. It it could just have it just could have a like a band that had like the full so it was a full seal and that could be the band and I would be fine with that like ch- keep the watch exactly the same but have some sort of a enclosure around it so that it was. They have some. They have much. some tough cases, but I don't like. I, I like mean, the. Apple I'm sure Apple could do a better, better. design. Yes. Yeah, that's the thing. Apple does it better. I want to see people, you know, that, you know, construction workers be able to like nail gun this watch and it survives. You know what I want to be able to do? What? Like make it bulletproof and then I can ting ting. Yeah. Ting ting. Yeah. Just ting ting. <laughs> well, I don't have the reflexes, the perception, the speed. Yeah, it any wouldn't of that, help at it'd all. More, it'd be more like blam. It would more be like I was I like scratching down. and then it happened. Yeah. To, to get hit, and then that would be a great story. But you could story. use it for the people on sending you uh, dislikes on YouTube. You could ting-ting the dislikes. I, that's what I need to do. Yes. That's what I need to do. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so thank you so much for listening to us. If you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please go down, please leave a review, leave a rating. It just signals the Apple Podcast algorithm to share the video with more people, the video of the podcast with more people, and that always just means a lot to us. And if you are not yet listening to us on Nebula, where you get a bonus section, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go there, Georgia. You're gonna go there. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about I'm gonna talk about the great one of the greatest rivalries in, in history in all time. All time. Time and space. I'm interested. Yeah, not Klingons or Romulans. This is bigger. 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 Yeah, bigger than Sith and Jedi. Yeah, bigger than Marvel and DC. Bigger than Coke and Pepsi. I'm going for it. 
Okay. All right. And so we're going to talk all about that. But if you're not listening on Nebula yet, just go to curiositystream.com slash Apple Talk, and you can get a fantastic deal. You'll get all of Curiosity Stream's amazing documentaries and series, and you'll get all of the Nebula content, which is all of my videos, Georgia's videos, uh, these podcasts, so many people, Jordan Harrod, uh, Devin Stone, The Legal Eagle, Real Science, Real Engineering, so many people, all their videos without sponsorships, without ads, many of them, including this with bonus content that you can only get on Nebula. And I think it's still like, it's less than, sometimes it's, it's less than 15 bucks a year, I think. It's, it's an amazing deal. deal. It's the best deal in streaming, best darn deal in streaming. So check that out, appletalk.com slash curiositystream. And if you are listening to us on Nebula, then here we go.